I can't do it. I'm too fucking excited. It is the week of the Masters. It is the Wednesday before the Masters. I got to tell you, maybe probably my favorite five-day stretch of the year. Not only is the Masters a great sweat because everybody makes the fucking cut, but you get to prep. And, I, you know, if you're a real sweaty tryhard like me, you enjoy the sweat. You enjoy the grind of a good Wednesday. So if you're half as excited as me, the next hour or so is going to be a blast. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate75. I am a PGA DFS content creator who is here to help you not suck so bad at PGA DFS because if you don't know, this shit be tough. And I got to imagine, if you're just finding this channel tonight, you're either a guy that doesn't play very much or you suck or most likely both. But don't worry. We can help you figure out how you're stepping on your dick and maybe help you get a little bit better at it. If you like the cut of my jib, I highly encourage you to come check this out. I do this every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Lord's Time Zone, as always. But I also do a little thing called the Showdown Hoedown, as you can see by this immaculate hat that I'm rocking. And I do that every Friday and Saturday night uh, when the round's over, okay? No no designated time. And if you don't know, Showdown's a lot easier than old week-long, a.k.a. kicking the nuts. Still legally trying to get that change. Legally get the name changed. DraftKings still will not return an email. I'm starting to feel insulted. So, we're going to be doing plenty of drawings this show. You're going to want to be around. I'm sprinkling them all throughout. For all you dickheads that leave right whenever I do the drawing, I'm going to do them throughout. Some are going to be from the wheel. Some are going to be from the chat. So, you better be in the chat. You better be talking because the big guy's giving away money. Five $100 tickets tonight that you and I will build and toss in the Millie Maker. And yes, I will PayPal you $500,000. The guy who's sponsoring the giveaway tonight... I PayPal him 10000 and he was like, hey, here, I will sponsor the giveaway, which, you know, is pretty nice of him, right? You didn't have to do that, but he's also kind of rich now, so that's also cool. If you don't know, I have my I have the pod, uh, uh, the Junior 75 Talk Sports, uh, with uh, smart people, and I had on DB from the Tour Junkies this week. If you want to know way too much about the Masters, go check that out. There's still time. Even if you don't get it in tonight, there's still plenty of time for it to be relevant. It's just a general talk. It was awesome. Go check it out. It's not too late. If you don't know, new guy, I can already tell I've missed one. So I'm going to go ahead and put it up there. You see that thing above my head? You, you, you can't help but notice it's a little bit higher tonight. We're doing $5 every time I drop the F-bomb tonight, okay? Because the big guy has a problem with saying the F-bomb. I promised my mom I would try to fix it. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep trying, okay? And so every time I say, fuck, I'm going to put five more dollars in there. And at the end of the night, I'm going to draw somebody. And whoever uh, wins gets to play me heads up. Complete free roll for all the money in the bank. If you win, I'll straight PayPal your ass the money. No big deal. I got to break these bad habits, okay? You want to know what happened to the guy that played me last week? Well, Teddy, what do you think? Pay that man his money. No, Teddy, we're not going to pay Zach his money. We whooped his ass seven weeks in a row. I have won. Why do these people keep messing with me? You can't beat me. I'm just going to say fuck forever. Fuck, fuck, fuck. There you go. No, I, that was all one. Okay? $5 a pop. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not filthy rich here, guys. Come on. Calm down. So, will I ever lose again? Some have said no. Some great minds have said no. All right? That's where we're at. You know what? Look at that. Five $100 giveaways. Let's do it. Editor, I want you to, over here in the chat for me, go give away our first $100, please. Uh, and this is to make a lineup with me tonight. So, simply send me a DM on Twitter. I'm not like a dude that's like, I don't return DMs. I'm like a content creator that's too fucking important. Okay? Steve! Steve Amberstein, thank you for being here. Because you're here live in the chat, me and you, we're making a $100 ticket tonight to put in the Millie Maker. Just shoot me a DM on Twitter. Uh, my DMs are open, okay? I get I get a lot of hate mail. It's all right. I, I, I can deal with it. I just always give my LOL. So there you go. Shoot me a DM. We're going to build tonight, you mother father. Two more of those coming. Two more wheels coming. They're going to be they're gonna be at all different times. So if you want to go check out other shows, go ahead. Fuck off. Fuck off. Well, we'll be fine without you. But I'll just give the money to other people. You got to be here for the live stream. You got to support the big guy. We're independent as fuck. We got it. We, got, we can only do it with the support of people like you. So you got to stay around. You want them. <sighs> Quick question, new guy, as I've already clicked on the wrong tab. 
Have you made your lineups yet? You have, haven't you? Every new guy in 2023, and I know I got a lot of new guys tonight, guy who's been on the shitter all year and didn't even know about PGA DFS, try to act like it doesn't exist until the Masters gets here. What the hell's wrong with you? What the hell? PGA is a year-round sport. I will not stand for disrespecting the Shriners. I won't stand for it. So, it's all right, new guy. The first thing we do is we wait for this pod. We got too much relevant information to cover on here, so if you made your linus before you watch this, I'm going to let it slide this one time because I like the cut of your jib. But if you do it again, I will send one donkey to your house to kick you straight in the nutsack, okay? So don't do it again. We got to talk about contest selection, man. And let me just go ahead and tell you, DraftKings, who you know I am very open to taking public dumps on, okay? They did great this week. DraftKings, you did it up, okay? My host, good job, brother. Uh, I will tell you, if you're thinking, hey, what's that cool tournament you always talk about, DJ, that you got made? Yes, it's the 18 max $10, and it is. It's the nuts, $100,000 this week. Great payout structure, awesome tournament. You want to play 200 bucks in a week? Well, it's 180 You want to play 180 bucks for the week? What a great contest to be in, right? That's all you need, 18 lineups, get some good exposure. But you know what? People love the contest. It's already full. It's already, where'd it go? And like that, it was gone. Yeah, it's on. It's already full, all right? And some of these other contests are going to be filling very quickly. So I highly encourage you, if you have not uh, got into the contest you want, at least go reserve those lineups now because a lot of these are filling up quickly. And I bet by the end of the show, even more of them will be gone, okay? A lot of, a lot of puffs tonight, okay? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. The big million maker this week. This is what you're going to do, new guy, right? You want to know who to toss in the millionaire maker? This is going to turn your life around, right? This is finally going to get you out of that nine to five job. You're going to hit a million dollars playing that Jordan, uh, Spieth and, uh, uh, Rory Mac, Mac, McAvoy guy, right? That, that that's going to get you out of the, 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 the problems that you're in financially going to solve it all with one magical weekend at the masters. I'm sorry. I've already read this book and I've seen this movie. It's not going to happen. Don't play in it, dude. If you got 100 bucks or your 50 bucks or just 15, whatever it is, don't toss it in this, okay? You have a better chance of getting struck by lightning three times while falling off of a building. It ain't going to happen, dude, okay? I know. You want a dream? Go ahead, okay? But I have to imagine if you're watching this show, you're not one of those assholes that just wants to have a dream and, like, this is going to be my magic week, okay? So... Look, people can play in this. There's two kinds of people that should play in this. There's the guy that, like, you know, just doesn't give a shit and knows about that 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 uh, Zalatoris whippersnapper and wants to put him in a lineup. Okay, that's that's my that's my dad. He's like 60. He don't know shit. Okay, he can toss a lineup in this. I won't give him shit. Then there's pros who have like a plenty of money and they can go toss 150 in this because they can afford the equity of losing that because they're gonna get it a big hit every so often to pay it off. You ain't either of those, dude. So don't put lineups in it. I will say though. Out of all the millionaire makers I've ever seen for PGA, this is one of the better price structures I've ever seen. With second place getting a cool quarter million, that is not quite the normal kick in the nuts that second place is, which is usually just 100000 So it is a better structure than normal. But I'm telling you, man, you could have an unbelievable lineup in this, and you're going to finish like 32nd place, and you're going to get $3,000. And that would be an unbelievable lineup. You'd be like, I would be, that $3,000 would be unbelievable. Okay, well, that would be like your once in a lifetime. You shot your once in a lifetime shot, and you got three grand. Where if you would have had that same lineup in any single entry, you would have definitely won 25 grand. Yep, this is what I'm saying, bro. So consider that if you want to, if, if you know, if, this is something I like to do. If you're playing 10 lineups, go put them in all your favorite single entries. And if you have enough money, go toss those 10 lineups in here. So then you don't have FOMO about well, what happens if I did hit the nuts. Well, at least you're in some single entries where you could still get really good payouts and then have, if you did manage to hit the perfect fucking nuts lineup, you would still hit this. So that's something you can do, right? I take all my lineups and I go toss them in all the fantasy golf world championships and I throw it in the big $5. That's what I do. Am I tossing it in this? No, Bob. No, I'm not. 
Uh, from there, no one's playing in the 22-22. The $100 uh, Millionaire Maker, 40% up first. Polly, tell them. Let me get the fuck out yeah, of Yeah, we don't play in that. We don't play in that. We also don't do F-bombs for Polly. Deal with it. Uh, from there, the snowman, the 888 is a good contest, but here's the thing, like, you know, you can go play in a contest like this, which most of you don't have the bankroll, but like, do you really want to be playing in that when there's dudes really putting 37 lineups in there? You know, even, even good, uh, medium to upper uh, level players are tossing two or three in there and you're giving up so much leverage to good players. This is why I like to only play tournaments where I can max, right? The $200 single entries, the $250 four max, which is like my new favorite tournament. Uh, the $333 three max, $100 single entries. I try to only play in tournaments that I can max in her, okay? And I don't want to go put 37 lineups in the 888, okay? I don't. I, that doesn't sound real fun to me, dude. Uh, okay, so for, if you're on a budget this week, right? A lot of you are playing 20 bucks. So instead of going and tossing your $15 lineup or two you know, $15 lineups on the whatever, just go play in this $1 20 max, man. You can put 20 lineups in. You're going to have a lot more chances to hit something good. And it's like a much better payout structure. It's just such a better use of your money. And you'll get to make multiple lineups, which will probably give you more six of sixes. And you'll get a four full day sweat because that one lineup that you toss in the Millie Maker, two of your guys are going to miss the cut and your ass is already dead. So you're like, I paid 15 bucks and I didn't even get four days of entertainment. That's true. That is true. You did that, and that was dumb. If you would have played in the $1.20 max, would not have been an issue, sir. From there, uh, what else do we got? I always love these single entries. $5 single entries. Multiple $33 single entries. Multiple $12 single entries. These are such good contests, and I'm telling you, they're going to fill quick. You want to play 10 bucks this week? Go play this $3.3 three max, man. These are great little contests. You want to spam hundreds of lineups like you know, like the pros do in a week? Go play in the 50 cent. Uh, go play in the quarter. Go play in the dime. There's all kinds of things. If you want to know, well, I don't know how many lineups I should make. Go make your player pool. Go select all the guys you like and that you want to play this week. And if you find yourself pick, picking 10 guys, be like, well, I just need to do three lineups, right? If you find yourself picking 25 guys, uh, maybe go play something like 150 lineups, right? You know, maybe 100, maybe 150. And if you find yourself liking like 50 guys, well, keep fucking shrinking it down because that's way too many players for a player pool, all right? So that is contest selection this week. It is super important. If you you got to be in contest where it has an, you know, like a less negative EV. Because when you play in these Millie Makers, just know you're basically lighting money on fire. Some people can afford that, but a lot, but most people can't. And you're wondering why you always lose at DraftKings. This is the first place because you're only playing dumb dick contests like this. All right, brother? The best contest, of course, you should play in is mine. Completely free. It's in the description of this video. No, no strings attached. No nothing. Winner gets a free ticket on me next week and a free week on my website. And second place also gets a free week on my website no strings attached just hop in there it's just fun just building the community playing it don't plan it i don't give a shit it's just gonna help make it easier for the other people to win if you don't play okay so that's what we'll be doing hop in there modest 75s tournament right there in the description of the video okay last week's winner mac mac dupa mac dupa you got you gotta love when mac dupa's in the house right mac you won i'm pretty sure you've already reached out to me we're doing a lineup tonight i'll be doing a lot of lineups tonight for all these effing winners so the big guy's going hard <sighs> New guy, it's redemption time. What's the first thing we always check? Weather! There you go, new guy. Good job, brother. I'm proud of you. And if you don't know, they're in a little place called Augusta, Georgia, which I always thought was in northern Georgia for my whole life until this week when I went and did Windfinder. It's in eastern Georgia. Clearly, I need a geography lesson, okay? As you can see, oh, by the way, Augusta, a lot bigger city than I thought. Guy in the back, a lot bigger city than we thought, isn't it? Sit down. All right, so uh, what do we need to know about the weather? Well, 
It's uh, it's 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 complicated, Bob. It's complicated. It just changed on me. It's literally changing because uh, the one projection that I trust the most is getting its newest ones in. Matter of fact, the most up to date ones come out at eight o'clock Lord's time zone, which is still forty eight minutes away, and that will really give us the their final projections on what Thursday and Friday looks like, right? So I'm kind of sweating that, but I'm gonna give you the best I got with what I got, and that's all I can do right now. Okay, so. The first thing is, yes, there is going to be rain, right? Let's go look at meteorological. Couldn't spell it if you gave me 100 bucks. Meteorological, you can see there has already been rain in the area. So the course is already soft. And it appears as though Friday around uh, 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 11 a.m., depending on which projections you, you, you see, we're going to start to see some rain. And this is the big news. Just these newest projections. This is brand new. This was not there. Around 1 or 2 o'clock, we're going to get a monsoon, like over half an inch of rain in an hour, which somebody told me, Noah himself told me, that's a, that's a lot of rain, Bob. That's a lot of rain. That's what he said. He, you know, he did have a monkey on his shoulders. I had a hard time taking him serious, but I'll listen to him. And you can see these storms, uh, they, they come with some winds too, right? So that Friday morning that I was all excited about being pristine, maybe not so much now. Maybe not so much. Okay? And then after that, it's basically just rain. You know, it's, it, it, Once again, it's, 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 the, it's the Old Testament. It's Noah's Ark because all day Saturday is going to be raining. So I think after Thursday, uh, Thursday's not going to be a, a firm and fast course by any means. But by Friday, I think the course is going to be super, super soft. I think that is something you want to consider, guys that play well on soft courses because there's going to be guys throwing darts and those guys that are better at playing hard for uh, firm and fast courses I think are going to be at a bit of a detriment this week because that's usually how Augusta plays and that is not how I think it's going to play this week but we're here to talk about wave edges right I need to know do I want to play the a.m. guys uh, uh, Thursday or the p.m. guys okay well I guess you're from Georgia I'll let you talk like that what you need to understand first of all is the masters is not a typical tea time way, right? Most of the times how it works is there's groups of three. They go off one in 10, 78 of them go out in the morning. Then there's like two and a half hours while those guys cross over the nines. And then a whole nother wave of 78 go out two and a half hours later and go out over a two hour period, right? So there's like a true delineation between guys in the morning and guys in the afternoon. But the Masters is not like that. Part of the reason is it's such a select field. There's only 89 players in this entire field. And so because of that, you end up with uh, uh, not true PM AMs, right? So this is why they don't call it AM PM. They call it early late. And that this plays a big part of our strategy, right? So let's say looking at this win, you really don't want guys that are out there Thursday morning because the only, it appears as though the only wins we're going to see tomorrow are going to be in the morning. Now, bear in mind in the morning is probably when the course will be the softest. It'll be when the greens are the least chewed up. So there will be something to offset those little wins. And it don't look like these wins are crazy. You know, uh, nine to 10 miles an hour, maybe gusting up to 17, right? Which for Augusta is, you know, talking to my boy DB, that is more than average, but it's not like blow you off the course, right? So because of that, let's say you really want to get guys that go out after 11 o'clock. Okay, well, let's go look at guys that go out after 11 o'clock. If you do that in round one, guys who go out after 11 o'clock will be the quote unquote late wave, right? And those guys all go out at 11. But like, let's say you want to play Hideki, Cam Smith, or Sung JM. They all go off at 1054. So they're going to be out there in almost the exact same conditions as the afternoon wave, right? Literally 12 minutes later, the afternoon guys go off after Hideki, Cam, and Sung Jae. So to act like there's a big difference between the course that Hideki is going to be playing tomorrow and the course that 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 freaking Danny Willett's going to be playing you're just fooling yourself they're an hour apart the course is not going to play that much different in that part so if you want to say Mike Weir is going to be playing a different course than Jordan Spieth that might be true that might be true okay but those are way far apart so that's the first thing you got to remember is there's not that big two and a half hour gap in the middle and these guys are just going out every 12 minutes until every single group is out on the course that's number one Number two, when they flip, you would think, oh, Mike Weir goes out the earliest. Mike Weir's group and Kevin Nall go out the earliest on Thursday. They'll go out the latest on Friday. 
eh, wrong again. That is not how it works. As you can see, they will actually be in the very middle. Okay, they'll do all these guys first over here. All these guys will go out, and then they will be the very first guys off. So they'll actually go from the earliest to the mid. So that bakes in even more strategy that you have to do to try to find this right weather edge. So if you really want to try to get guys that are in the nuts zone, you would be looking for guys that kind of go out around 11 o'clock on Thursday, and it appears we got you know, to wait for the new update here at 8 o'clock, but it appears you want to get them out as early as possible Friday. Okay, now I will say this: with uh, with an inch of rain falling in two hours, and you know, anytime there's that much rain, there's always a chance at electricity. There is a chance that Friday afternoon we are going to see a delay in play. Matter of fact, I would say that's at least a 50-50 proposition. And you're like, ah, oh, so I'll play the Friday afternoon guys, and they'll get delayed, and then they'll get to finish Saturday morning. Okay, that is a legit possibility, and that is something that could happen. But I do want to warn you: Saturday morning doesn't exactly look like a cupcake fest either, right? It's still going to be raining about a tenth of an inch every hour. Furthermore, you're going to have sustained 22 mile an hour gusts that whole time and from what i have learned you really do not want to deal with gusts at augusta okay so finishing around saturday morning might not be the picnic you're hoping for right you would want those guys that go out very very early friday it would seem to be the best conditions that like literally one two three mile an hour winds hope this storm maybe doesn't roll into like one o'clock and you can get all your guys off the course so a guy who starts his uh his round like danny willett or or, or mito pereira those guys will probably get almost all of their round in before any storms arrive on Friday and they will have it in pristine conditions, right? And you say, yeah, but what about their Thursday round? Well, let's go look. If you go look at Brooks Kepka's uh, Thursday round, so he'll go off early. I think he'll be out there early enough Friday, but what is he going to be doing Thursday? He goes out at noon. You go over here and you look at noon, he will be, well, he'll be going off right when the wind dies down. So if you just believe that there is a weather edge and you want your guys out there in the best conditions, well, then those would be the nuts kind of guys to attack, right? But it's never that easy, okay? When it comes to studs, please hear me on this. Studs are not as affected by weather edges or wave edges near as much as your mediocre players, right? So if I'm going to use this weather edge, which I am not telling you I'm using it, I'm just trying to walk you through it. You do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care who you play. But if you are going to play this, this is what I want you to do. I want you to consider it way more for the scrubs, right? You're between this $7,200 guy and this $7,200 guy, and this guy's kind of in that nut range both days. Well, then maybe lean towards him because uh, being out there in the ideal scoring conditions does not guarantee you're going to score well. It just means that if you have your A game, you're probably going to be able to score a lot better than a guy with his A game in the shit conditions, right? And that's all you're trying to do. So please hear me on this because if I have to hear one more mother father misquote me on this, there will be nut punches going around. I am not telling you to go play some wave edge, right? I am telling you that there could be a wave edge, especially with the weird tee times, how they're not a perfect mirror stack like we normally see on uh, uh, normal weeks of PGA, right? So factor that in, know when guys go off, know when the weather's going to be there, and most importantly, get filthy fucking rich and buy the $18 subscription to Wendy that I have right here, and at 8 o'clock when this thing updates, I will know what to expect, and I know what projections are reliable and which ones kind of suck, all right? That is weather. That is what it is. Is there going to be delays? Yes. But I don't think they would happen until Friday afternoon. And even if it does, those guys are going to finish Saturday morning. And I don't see that being an edge. I don't think there's any chance of a delay before Friday afternoon. That would be the first chance I see a delay. And then I still think they're going to get done. I still think they're going to get them out there playing on Saturday. Okay. They're going to be like, go play in some rain. I'm sure Augusta has like magical drains, right? I'm sure they got Pennywise just hiding under the course, just drinking all the water up. Okay. Grabbing little hobbits and Brian Harmon's running for his life. It's a, it's a terrifying. Terrifying movie. I've seen it. Terrifying movie. 
I think I just mixed movies. I'm not sure. Anyways, moving on. If I hey, I still got to make five $100 lineups tonight with winners, not to mention all my winners from my Discord. Oh, yeah, and I like to do a lineup or two myself. So how do I make all these? I use the solver, the best optimizer out there. If you want to know what my projections are, oh, look, my name's right there. You want to know what my ownership is? Oh, shit, it's right there loaded. All you got to do is sign up for the solver. You get all my projections, all my ownership for week long, round one, round two, round three, and round four showdown, everything you need. And you're thinking, oh, man, I don't got 130 bucks a month for an optimizer. Don't worry, bro. 25 bucks a month to use it. Simply use my landing page right there. You'll see the little showdown hoedown symbol, and that will get you access to all my projections and all of my ownership, and you will get an awesome optimizer. And if you don't know, optimizers are the key. All of my success I've had this year is because it makes those ugly lineups that I myself would never make. It takes my player pool, and it makes those lineups that I need to make, but I'm always too big of a pussy to make, and that is why I love the solver and why I swear by it. Make sure to use my landing page. You ain't going to get my shit. All right, moving on. All right. Editor, it's time for drawing number two. Let's give away another hundred bucks. We're giving away a hundred dollars. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hit it. Now look at this. Michael saying 351 people. Let's hit the like button. I agree with him. Darren Capella. Hey, great name. Darren, me and you, hundred dollar ticket. Shoot me a DM. If you're already on the Discord, reach out to me over there. We gotta get this done tonight. Okay, we gotta we gotta we gotta win we got a million bucks to win. So Darren, you win ticket number two. Me and you, we're doing it. I'm getting a drink at Topa Chico because I got I got the point the part coming up that hurts my voice, and I'm thirsty, and I'm a little fat kid toasty. Not gonna lie to you. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe Maul's in the other room listening. He'll go turn the AC down another degree. Maybe Maul will do that for me. Okay. Uh, let's get to, I think, probably the most important thing in all of PGA DFS. It's ownership, right? Because in other sports, chalk gets there a lot. Okay, it does, right? You know that, 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 that $5,300 running back that's getting the start this week? He always gets there, right? But let me tell you a little something. At PGA DFS, everybody's like, I hate it. Chalk always gets there. No, it doesn't, Bob. This ain't the NBA. This ain't the NFL. The chalk does not always get there. And we have been tracking this now for what is this, 22, 23 weeks or something like this? And we take the top three donkey chalk plays every week and we just give them pivots off guys that are right there in their range. We pick it ahead of time so there's no bias. And you want to know how they're doing so far this year? Well, first of all, uh, hey, how did old Brennan Todd treat you last week? Probably about as well as Keegan Bradley did and as well as Terrell Hatton and as well as who was the other donkey dick? Adam Hadwin. Remember all those donkey dicks that told you not to play? And you're like, I got to. I've got FOMO. Okay, okay, go do it. But like, how is it treating you? It's not because the chalk doesn't always get there. Play the game and stop being a scared little wiener. All right, you want to know how Chalk's doing this year? We have been tracking it through 22 tournaments, and the pivots are now out are, are now 48% to the Chalk being 52%. We are about that close away from being in a true 50-50 split where this guy and this guy always perform the same, but this guy's 25% and this guy's 8%. What are we doing? What are we doing, people? Help me help you. Stop being donkeys. All right, here we go. This is ownership. I I'm a very, very sweaty try-hard man. Not just because it's too hot in this room right now, but because I spend a lot of time on ownership. A lot of time, okay? Anybody that does good ownership out there, and there are some people out there doing incredible ownership in this industry, and anybody that does it will tell you, it, it takes a lot of work, right? It's not just something like, I just plug in the numbers and toss them up. No, it's a little sweatier than that. And so, here are my top 10 most projected players for this week at ownership and two honorable mentions. And anytime we see an honorable mention, our ears should always perk up. What's going on there? I wonder. All right, here we go. Uh, I see somebody saying it's called a sub-air system. I need a sub-air system in my room, RS. Okay, uh, number one, Rory McIlroy. Okay, no surprise. Rory has a great course history. Uh, Rory finished in the final four at the match play. Rory is getting all these news. Oh, he looks so good out there. He's making birdies and, you know, blah, blah, blah. News, news, news. Okay, got it, got it, got it. He's 25%. He makes sense. And honestly, if you're going to play one of the big three, why not just take him and take the salary discounts? I get it. 
I really do. This one, this one bothers me. This one bothers me. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hedge. I'm going to start my show out. I'm going to start this out by being a huge bitch, okay? Rory McIlroy, he really should be donkey chalk, but I think he's more ad chalk because he is not so far above Scotty Scheffler, as we see right down here at 22%, who is in his same wave. If you compare him to the other big two with Rom at 18, he's pushing it, but I think I'm going to just bitch out. I'm going to give him ad chalk, okay? I don't love it. I don't love that he's 25%, but when you compare him to his two peers up there, he is not you know, completely out of line, okay? A little too, a little, a little too much. But if you love Rory, you play him, you just better be married to that mother father because if you want to get, ex- if you want to get uh, leverage on a guy that is 25% owned, you're going to need to play him in about 50% of your lineups. And let me just go ahead and tell you, when he triple bogeys number one tomorrow, you're going to be throwing your remote at the TV, okay? I'm just warning you now, he will double or triple bogey number one. You heard it here first because the guy's a fucking loser. All right, moving on. Corey Connors is the second highest owned projected guy coming in at a cool 23.7%. Corey Connors won last week. Corey Connors is in great form. Corey Connors plays well at Augusta. Corey Connors is a great course fit here. He's great with the long irons, the things you need to be good at to perform well on this course. Corey Connors uh, 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 is everybody's favorite uh, chalk play all the time, and he always gets there. Corey Connors could never do bad. He'll do awesome. He's the man. But in the meantime, I think we all know Corey Connors. We donkey chalk. And we don't play donkey chalk, do we? Do we? We do- Stop. We don't. You know we don't. We don't play donkey chop except when we do. Except when we do, new guy. That's the only time is except when we do. Tony Finau coming in at a cool 23%. Whenever you've got guys around him legit at 10, 11% who I think are just objectively better golfers. If you don't know, Tony Finau, the man donkey chop. He is also donkey chop and we will not blame. Except I might. Except I might. I might play him, okay? I might play him, okay? But I won't because he's donkey chop, except when I do. All right, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Scotty Scheffler at 23%. That's that's up there pretty high, but I think the man is, yeah, I don't love it. I don't love it, sir. All right, on that note, <laughs> i got to save my fucking voice. All right, here we go. Uh, 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 you know what? We're going to just do, we're going to do Patrick Cantlay. Patrick Cantlay and, and Xander are both kind of high, right? Uh, you know, like they like to smoke weed. That's what I mean. And so, but I think we're going to get both of them just eh, chalk, right? Because yes, they are a little high for where they're at, but they're not like 50% higher than the people around them. They're definitely not twice as high as anybody around them, except Cam Smith, who just doesn't count because nobody wants to play that mullet, man. Okay. But this, uh, and I, I think we can go ahead and throw Cam Smith in there. He's a little high for my liking, but we're going to give him eh, chalk, right? But Sung JM coming in at a cool 20.6%, and Jason Day at 19.5%. He's 8,700. You guys are playing Jason Day like he's 7,400. What are we doing? So, if you can't see this coming, <laughs> why am I pairing them up? I think you should know why I'm pairing them up. Sung JM, Jason Day. If you don't know, the Donkey Chuck, and we don't play Donkey Chuck. Except I might play him. Except I might play them, okay? But I don't. I never play Donkey Chuck. Except when I do. Except when I do. Calm down, guy in the back. Sit there. Sit there. Okay, moving on. John Rom. If you want to call John Rom Chuck, whatever. I think at eighteen percent, you should be very happy. He's just okay, Chuck. Right? Okay. If you're one of those people, uh, anything over fifteen, Chuck. Okay, shut up. All right, there you go. And the last two, Nino Pereira. <laughs> And Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. Well, I was so excited to play Brooks Kepka this week at 7%. And then now I see he's coming in at over 15. Uh, I, I think I would rather jump off of a building face first than play Brooks Kepka at 15%. Mito Pereira. I've heard some rumors. I've heard some rumors about his back hurting. I don't know. I've just heard some rumors, okay? 
I think we got to lump both of these guys together. And I'm going to say it as loud as I can. These two guys, they're Donkey Chuck. And we don't play Donkey Chuck. Except when we do. Except when we do. All right? Look, as always, there's a lot of Donkey Chalk of the Masters. And this is going to bring me to a big point in just a minute that I'm going to talk about. But before I do this, please hear me and hear me clearly. I will see this every fucking show until somebody gets it. It is okay to play Donkey Chalk in your lineups. I just don't think you want to have all these Donkey Chalk guys in the same lineup or in your player pool, right? You want to... Anytime I put Corey Connors in a lineup, I'm going to think, all right, I put a donkey dick chalk guy in my lineup. I need to make a point to have two pivots in this lineup or a pivot and a sleeper. I need to make my lineup different. The worst thing you can do this week in the Masters is be playing 4v4s or no, 2v2s because you're sharing the same four guys as everybody else in a lineup and you're playing 2v2s. You've already lost the tournament before the tournament even starts and you don't even realize it. This is how you utilize uh, donkey chalk. My goal is I never play more than two donkey chalk guys in a lineup and I try to keep it to one. And if I do play two of them, I have a rule that says that I must have three contrarian sleepers slash pivot plays in that lineup, okay? This is ownership. This is the most important thing you can do this week is play the game because this leads me to the last thing I want to talk about. I'm going to go on just a two-minute little rant here called Don't Pay the Rake. For the longest time, the first several years I played the Masters, I would always feel like I was doing good. I would get to Sunday. I'm like, oh, boy, I've got a sweat. I've got all these six of sixes, and I've got some guys in the top ten. I'm going to win. And then Sunday would roll around, and I would literally never have a chance at winning. I would literally never have a chance at winning, right? So why is that? It's because the Masters, more than any tournament all year, people pay the rake. Okay, first of all, if you don't know what the rake is, that's that little extra part that DraftKings adds onto the tournaments. You know, that's how they make a that's how they make a profit of their company. And so because of that, you that's what you're paying, right? And when you just play the same guys that everybody else pays, you may break even for the week, but you're still losing because you're paying the rake. This is what I'm encouraging you to do this week. Get away from paying the rake. This week, when you play GPPs, be willing to go down in flames, okay? Don't just go play a lineup that starts with like Rory and Finau and M and Connors and just play the same lineup that everybody else is playing because what you don't realize is your lineup is dead before it even starts. So often, my lineups will finish dead fucking last in a GPP and I'll get a message from somebody, oh, I thought you were good at TFS. Why'd you finish last? Because that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to finish first or last and I don't care which one happens. When I make lineups, I want them to be ugly. I want them to make me queasy. I want, because those are the ones that went, fuck, I played MJ Duffy and Scott Piercy in my single entry last week and it went up in flames. I don't give a shit. I was playing to win. Okay, I'm not going to play all the same donkey dicks everybody else plays. And when they do hit, I do well in GPPs because I have pieces that nobody else has. I ha- I can build a lineup. I have guys that are pushing towards the top that nobody else has. I have guys that are put together that nobody else has together because of the way I construct my rosters. I don't pay to play the rake. When I enter my significant amount of lineups this week, I assume every single one of them is a loser. Just, just get it through your head. You're going to lose all the money you put in. And when you free your mind to think like that, that any money you get back from GPPs is bonus, it will free you up to start chasing them and winning GPPs and going after them and not being one of those guys that enter Sunday thinking you have a chance and being so naive that you don't even realize every single one of your lineups is already dead. So don't pay the rake this week. Try it. Try it. I know it'll make you uncomfortable, but try it. All right, let's get over to the model. (laughs) I'm losing my voice. You know, I'm getting too old for this donkey chalk nonsense. I'm about to have to get, I need to just record me doing one really, really loud one. And then I'll just start playing that. Jesus Louise. Hold on. Now I'm sweating. Let me get the towel out. Sweating like a whore in church over here. Okay, uh, Thomas, I can't do ranch water. I'm watching the carbs. I got a wedding coming up. I'm not in a wedding. I'm a best man. 
All right. So here's my model. If you don't know model is life, if you don't, you got to have the perfect model. All right. Problem with the model at the Masters is we don't have true strokes gained data, right? They don't, this isn't shot length that the PGA does. So we don't have true strokes gained. So we have to kind of look at ancillary things to kind of determine what really determines who does well at this tournament. What I have found is the single thing most correlated to success is greens and regulation. No surprise. If you hit it in a green and regulation, you're going to do better. What a, what a shock. What a shock, right? So greens and regulation, but I looked at it on difficult conditions, right? Difficult long par, par fours. I want to know who scores because this course will kill you with the long par fours. And what you got to do is perform well on those, specifically on difficult courses. That is what I care about. You're going to have to scramble your balls off around here, okay? Unless you're hitting like 70 out of 72 greens in regulation this week, your ass going to be scrambling, okay? So you need some around the green. I, you got to score on the par fives this week. But I want to know who does that in difficult conditions. Of course, bent greens. Driving distance, I don't in love with driving distance, but it sure as shit doesn't hurt this week, Bob. You know what I'm saying? Uh, long iron ranges, 150 to 175, 175 to 200, and 200 plus or some different uh, things I looked at. Total scoring in soft conditions, long difficult courses, and long 72s. That was what, all I looked at. And look at my look! Rory's number one in my model. I made a model in Rory's number one. Who would have ever thought that I could make a model and Rory McIlroy would be number one in it? Who? I, I'm just so good at models, bruh. All right. No surprise. One, two, three is Rom, Rory, Scheffler. It might be because they're the three best players. Maybe, 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 maybe. We don't know that for sure. We don't know that for sure. All right. Uh, you got to remember, a lot of these live guys, they haven't had strokes gain data recorded in a while. So a lot of these stats are pulling them from like a year ago, right? And Cam Smith was still really good a year ago. So he still looks decent in the model. But we don't know how he's been playing over and live. Yes, we can go look at where they finish in a tournament. But is that really indicative of how they're playing? Do we know how they're playing relative to everybody else? Or is all of them just slapdicks now, right? Or maybe they're all gods over there. And when you actually do get T5, it means something. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. No one is playing live this week. You're getting a live discount in two ways. You're going to get a live discount on ownership. And you're going to get a live discount on these prices because if this were if, if cam smith were still on the pga he would certainly be five figures but now he's going to be 9800 and here's the crazy thing he is the ultimate pivot up here because i don't think he's going to break double digit ownership a guy like cam smith not double digit ownership at a course where he has already shown success blows my mind blows my mind from there of course patrick cantley looks good in the model he always does xander looks good in the model uh, 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 Justin Thomas looks good in the model. Homa looks good in the model, right? All the good players look good in the model. Fucking shocking. Fucking shocking, okay? Now, man, that, that F counter is getting high. Somebody about to be rich tonight. Uh, Dustin still looks good, but you got to remember that's pulling his stats. But what I really want to talk about is up here from 9,000 up, it would appear that the three guys that seem to be getting forgotten about the most are Morikawa, Homa, and Smith. So if you're one of those guys who wants to play that contrarian lifestyle, or you really want to start with a chalky Rory, okay, go play Rory. Just don't make the second guy in your lineup be Xander or Cantley. Go make it be Morikawa. Go make it be one of these lower-owned pieces. That is how you can play Donkey Jock and still make a lineup that has a chance. Make that pivot right there. That's a great place. In the 8,000s, we've already talked about uh, Finau is going to be super chalk. Day is going to be super chalk. Young is going to be super chalk. But to me, this is the range right here. This Hovland, Decky, Burns, Zalatoris. These four squeeze between super chalk M and super chalk Day and Young. And these four are going to get squeezed. I think all of them are going to come in at probably 10 to 15%, which for players of that caliber with their type of win equity and top 20 equity, I think that, that is incredible value. I'm not telling you to play all these four guys. I'm just saying, you want to get off some chalk. Instead of playing Sungjae, look at one of these four. Instead of playing Jason Day, look at one of these four. This is the great forgotten about range right here. And this is how you can really make your lineup different and attack a range where if one of these guys finishes T2, you are really chasing down GPPs because you have them at incredible leverage. 
Uh, from there, this upper 7K range, also pretty forgotten about. Nobody wants to play Matthew Fitzpatrick. There's the rumors about his bulging disc. Uh, Shane Lowry, you know, just nobody likes Shane anymore. I don't know. If it's going to be rainy, I just, that's when I, you know, that's when I like Shane, right? He's not going to be out of breath. It'll be nice and cool. He'll be good out there. Uh, Terrell Hatton, I think people are still worried about his hand. Justin Rose does seem to probably be the most popular one of this up and up, upper 7Ks, but Neiman, Kim, all very reasonable. Uh, Fleetwood, Kepka, these guys are getting ownership, whatever. Here's the name that I told you. If I told you that you could get Bryson DeChambeau, a world-class talent just two years ago, and you could get him at the Masters at under 2% ownership, you would probably think, oh, he must be like 15,000. No, bro, he's 7,500. You'd be all about that. And here he is, 7,500. Yes, I know he hasn't been playing great, but Bryson's a weirdo, and he can pop out of it. You're going to get him at 2%, and I, you got to just believe. We've seen it firsthand. He's more talented than these guys. Maybe we haven't seen it since their surgery, but I choose to believe, brother. From there, Patrick Reed is going to be pretty popular. And let's face it, Patrick Reed is underpriced. He's a guy who's won this tournament. He's going to come in about 9%, 9 or 10%, which isn't disgusting, but it is at least enough that you should consider, should I just play these other guys down here at half that ownership? I think you got to ask yourself that question. Uh, Louis, I don't know how to tell you this. Louis will finish second place at a major this year. Maybe it's the Masters. Maybe it's another one. You heard it here first. We've already talked about Mitchell and uh, 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 Mito. They're going to be chalk. But if I had to say, who's the one old dusty guy that could just come out of nowhere and backdoor like a T7? Tell me it doesn't feel like Sergio. And I'm telling you, Sergio will be less than 2%. And he just seems like that one old dusty bastard that can come out of nowhere, right? Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to play him. And then he's going to come out and finish T7. Just watch. I, mean, I, I don't know if that's going to be him. I'm just saying I could see that from him, right? Tom Hoagie's getting some ownership down here. If you wanted a couple sleepers, I would probably say, you know, I don't think, I think Danny Willett has far surpassed the point of sleeper. He actually seems like he's going to be one of the more popular choices down here. How about Sepp Straka? Sepp Straka plays long, difficult courses. And here's the best part about Sepp. You're going to watch him through six holes and you're going to say, hey, he's three under. And you're going to be like, hey, it might be a Sepp week. Or he's going to be seven over. And you're like, all right, Sepp's dead. And you'll know real quick. He won't make you sweat. He'll let you know real quick if he's done, right? And don't forget, I think HV3 is too good of a talent to be down here uh, 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 at 6,500. People have just forgot about him. You're getting the live discount on his ownership and the live get discount on his price. And I think that he, he's a great long iron player. Good enough for me. I'll take a stab or seven. Which brings me to who is the one guy I'm definitely not playing this week? Well, if you don't know this by now, which, by the way, the one guy I'm definitely not fading has been on a heater, and we're going to keep it going. He has been unbelievable. He is, His form has been great. He has a great course fit. He has a great course history. He is way underpriced. There is no way he could ever do bad. You know he's going to get T8. That's a worst-case scenario. There's just no way he could ever do bad. The one guy we're definitely not playing, Corey Connors. Polly, tell him. Get the fuck out of here. We're not playing Corey Connors. Forget that. But... The one thing that you do need to know is the one guy I am playing, okay? And the one guy I'm playing is a guy that is severely overlooked this week, right? And I got to tell you, a lot of my motivation to play this guy this week has been listening from content from everybody around this industry this week. The same boring fucking narratives every show, blah, 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 blah. You got to be in good form, blah, 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 or you don't. You have, to have, you have to have a lot of experience around this course to have success, blah, 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 or you don't. And then my favorite, you know, if you don't have good course history around here, you can't, you can't expect them to do well, blah, 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 or you don't. So the one guy I am definitely playing this week in honor of all the talking heads saying the same nonsense bullshit is a guy that I think is ascending to the top five in the world. I think that he is a guy that is perfectly designed for this course and a guy that tears up long, hard courses. Not to mention, if you don't know, 
I'm from the great state of Oklahoma, which from anybody who's ever been here will tell you, it is the minimum of all the homas. And so because of that, I must fix this and do the only right thing. I must play the maximum homa. We're playing Max, Oma! We're playing Max! Max is going to win the Smasters! No, he's not. He's going to get second because Scotty's going to win. Scotty or Rory's going to win. But Max Oma will get T2. You heard it here first. All you donkey dicks fade him. I'll cash in all the money because I'm playing to win the game. And you just play to be safe, okay? You do that. All right, let's get to those drawings. But before we do, don't forget to go check out my website, dgen75.com, the fastest growing community in BGA DFS. I won't give you a single fucking pick over there, but I will teach you how to play the game. And we have the best community around. And oh, yeah, check out this last month i would say the community has been doing quite well we have we're everywhere check out that flag if you don't believe me it's all over the leaderboards and i have the best tool in all of pga dfs called the rosetta stone that takes all of the useful pertinent information you need to know to make informed decisions and make a good player pool and not spend 40 hours looking at a bunch of stupid numbers you don't understand and that is what this does i encourage you to check it out i wouldn't mind if you did and of course don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell a friend because you know YouTube ain't ever going to share my ass and we're almost to 3,000 subscribers. Help the big guy get there. Let's get to it. We're doing the will. This is for all the people that left comments on YouTube. $100 ticket right now. Whoever wins this, please reach out. And don't forget, these are sponsored by Cody, the guy that hit a $20,000 lineup with me. Zach. I know that guy. Zach won. All right. Zach's in. Zach is in. That's one. Now let's get over to the Twitter guys. Twitter. Here you go. This is for all my guys that liked and retweeted over on Twitter. $100 ticket. Reach out to me tonight. Michael Skellen. I know that guy too. M Scales. Let's go. Good people. Good people. And we're going to do one more $100 giveaway, but I'm not going to do it right now because I know I've got competition out there tonight and you're going to go click off and watch their shit. And that's fine. They do good shit too. But I'm going to just keep it around for all my sweaty triage that stick here with me. So the fifth $100 giveaway will be up during Q&A, okay? So with that, get your question over here in the chat. I'll be doing Q&A till roughly about 8 o'clock when my ass straight passes out. Passes out. Mm-mm. All right, let's do it. Um, okay, over here to the chat. We're getting to the chat. Let's see if I can put the things up tonight without it messing up my screen. Tiger Adams. Nope, I can't. <laughs> All right, uh, it says uh, Tiger or Adam Scott uh, to finish. Top 20. If I had to pick one, I'd definitely take Adam Scott. I actually really like Tiger at Showdown. I think he's going to kind of uh, come uh, game a little bit this week. However, the problem with Tiger is I just don't know if he has enough energy to keep up, Mr. Pentrini. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, maybe I could, uh, let me get my chat back up here. I knocked it down. Okay, uh, the next one. I'm just going to have to read these guys. I'm sorry. If I don't see a question mark, I'm not answering. Hey, I would not mind if I was married, but I have to hit 500K DK crowns. Star-Lord, did you see? You, I assume you saw John Gold hit 5 million crowns today, right? He can throw like five tickets in the two in the 22-22. That's insane. I, and then I went and looked at mine thinking, ooh, maybe it's my lucky day. 10,000 crowns. Thanks, DraftKings. Thanks a fucking lot. Oh, I didn't do that one. Oh, editor, don't forget. We got to do the drawing for the F counter. Uh, editor, do we already? Oh, there we go. Jared Kalimsko, send me a, a challenge on DraftKings. You get to play me for however much is above my head. I assume it's like 100 bucks or something by now, right? So, uh, Jared, there you go. Thanks, editor. That's why I keep you around, big guy. Okay. Brett says, who's your favorite 8K player? Uh, you know what? Let me get that up, bro. Uh, my favorite 8K player would be Will Zalatoris. Not even close, bro. Who's your favorite guy in the 7K range? It is a little guy named Tom Kim. Tom, Tomathan Kimathan. Uh, the variance percentage important on the solver. Uh, yes, Travis. I think if you don't use that, it's going to just be com rely completely on projections. If you want it completely on projections, I think you do that, right? Uh, let's see. The next one. Who, uh, 
uh, is the player pool tighter this week? Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. My player pool, Mike H, lower is more tight, but up high, I'm actually going to spray because there's just so many guys up there with high win equity, right? So I'm going to look at this new uh, weather thing, and I'm going to see if that gets me off of any studs. Other than that, I might sprinkle a lot of the studs, which is a big uh, strategy that Tambo, I want to cite my source. That's a big strategy he always puts out there, and I think it's a really good one to kind of you know make your stance down low and then sprinkle the guys up top because they all have so much win equity. You really don't want to fade too many of those guys because you know if they win and you don't have any of them, you're dead brother worth playing tiger woods once again sean i'm just a little worried about if he has enough energy to finish i, I I'm, I'm very open to him in showdown though monday finish i don't think so i think i think i think augusta knows what they're doing they'll get this done by sunday evening sir uh if you have one guy under five percent own many chalkier guys uh can you use so yeah so the, the key is if you have two guys under five percent you can usually play pretty four pretty chalky pieces i like to try to uh, uh it's called product ownership it's where you multiply the the ownership of all your guys and i think that you want to uh my goal is always to try to have three guys under eight percent and that really really gets your lineup very different than everybody else's right uh okay well ed goat qualify for the masters uh maybe next year he ain't in this one any prize pick suggestions for day one? I would, uh, I, I, I would be looking for guys to probably get the uh, um, uh, over on birdies, especially on the afternoon guys, Neil. That's what I would be doing. And by the way, don't say prize picks. It's underdog around here. Use my code, DGEN75. By the way, you guys need to go get in those overlays. Use my code. Get right there. Match deposit bonus. All right. Sub air system going to be working overtime this week. I agree with that. Uh, all right. Yeah. A lot of money in the F counter this week, Thomas. $5 this time. That's right, Brian. We're not fucking poors around here. We are not poors. That's why we do giveaways. All right. Nobody wants to play Cam Smith. I will. Austin, I agree. I mean, if nobody wants to play him. I'll play him. I wish he was like in a slightly better uh, spot with the weather, but let's see what happens here at 8 o'clock when the new uh, weather updates. Thoughts on playing three guys from low K. Oh, I love it, Steve. That low 8K, I'm telling you. Th this little range right here from Hovland through Zalatoris. That, uh, I think you could even throw probably Fitzpatrick in there, right? Uh, forget him. But one of those five guys is going to win somebody a million bucks this week. You heard it here first, Bob. That's just the key range of two good of players who are going under-owned relative to the upside that they offer. Who is the chalk bomb? Uh, uh, probably one I'm playing, so Rory. Uh, got second in the $10.18 last week. Got to burn through that cash. Lunchable, let's go. Second place in my baby. Best guy sub 6,500? I don't know. Uh, give me give me Substrock. Give me Substrock, Sean. All right, new guy here. Uh, when do I set my lineups? Right after this show, using the solver uh, with my projections would be my advice, but you do whatever you want. Some people like losing money. I don't know. And by the way, if you use mine, that doesn't guarantee you're going to win. It'll just help your chances. Wet and windy conditions with soft greens. Does that make Zach Johnson a sneaky play? I mean, that was basically when he won the Masters. What was that? 07 or whatever? He won in those conditions. I'm not getting that cute, but I could respect the cut of your jib if you did it, Bill. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Only looking for question marks. This chat has been mother father popping mother father popping. All right. Do we like Mito Lee? I really did like Mito and I was all about him, but then I heard some rumors that he had a back injury, which doesn't concern me that much because rumors are fucking rumors. But what I can tell you is, um, I, I just don't want to pay 11 or 12% ownership on him. There's just guys right around him at like 4%. I'll just play Louie over him. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just playing the game and I'm not going to go down on Mito chalk. Okay. If it beats me, so be it. Jordan Hill says tears. I think there's something to tears. I only play tears usually when it overlays, but it's a great way to just straight. Tears is the easiest way to play the leverage game, Jordan, because you can just go look at who's going to be the highest owned uh, 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 in week long in traditional classic. And then you just go apply that over there and you just take the lowest owned guy in each one and you get tremendous leverage, tremendous leverage. So tears is something I should play more. But if I'm being honest, I, uh, I, 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 I'm a creature of habit. Who's the winner? Uh, Scotty Scheffler. He's going to win. 
Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Who will be the high amateur? I don't know. Let, let's go with that one kid. Uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 uh. What the hell? Oh, Gordon Sargent. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. We're at Meatloaf, Subair System. What is she doing back there? I never know what she's doing back there, Rob. I never know what she's doing. Uh, no, Phil. He's at 2%. Maybe at 0.1 you could talk me into him. But, like, here's what I always ask myself, Phil. Do I want to play a guy that I don't think can get top 20? Because I think for a GPP lineup to win, you need six guys in the top 20. And I don't think a guy, that guy can get in the top 20. If you think he can get in the top 20, well, then you play him. Okay? Because you're going to need six guys in a lineup most likely to take down a GPP this week. That's what I would say, Phil. Uh, moving right along. Who is the absolute max size player pool you'd play? Uh, yeah, Rashad, I, I, 28 is usually as high as I go. I'll go higher than that in showdown just because I like to sprinkle more punts at showdown. But in week long, I never really go over 28. Even, even when I did 300 lineups, I didn't really do that, right? Thoughts on Mido? Already answered that one. Keep it moving. Here we go. What do you think about Smith? What do you think Smith's ownership will be this week? Michael, I have him at about eight to nine percent, which is insane for a guy of that caliber up there. Just, you never see that anymore. And maybe the maybe the market will correct. He'll get up to 10 or 11, but he is still going to be significantly lower than everybody else up there. Right. Uh, Fina, 100 percent. Uh, yeah, I mean, if there was one guy that I feel the most safe to finish T32, it would be Tony Fino because he'll either start out good and fade or he'll do shitty and then backdoor or maybe he'll just play well and get a top five. But if I, Fino is like the definition of a good cash play this week, uh, lift, uh, lift, lift clean and place probably. Does that increase driving distance on the model? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's a good thing, right? You lift clean and play is always going to benefit guys who can get down there further. They can give themselves a more preferable life for their wedges, uh, into, you know, 440 yard par fours. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Looking for questions. If I don't see a question, I'm not going to answer it. Uh, Cam Smith or Cam Young? I would take, you know, I was all about Cam Young until I saw 18%. There is no way Cam Young should be twice as owned as Cam Smith. And yes, I get Cam Smith as $1,200 more expensive. I don't give a shit. That's still a bad play. Uh, why is everyone skipping over Homa? Does no one uh, like picking winners? Hey, Fast Sandwich, I didn't skip over him. I'm taking the maximum Homa this week. When is it okay to play Donkey Chalk uh, when you're aware that you're playing it? You got to, hey, I got a donkey chalk guy in this lineup. What am I going to do to make this a good lineup? That's what you need to do. If you ask yourself that question, Rob, it's just fine to play donkey chalk. Uh, how do I feel about Willie Z? Uh, course history, actually, yeah, I mean, it, people are scared off Willie Z. Willie Z is a killer. He is a modern-day Brooks Kepka. He just shows up to majors, and he can grind hard courses. But because his little skinny ass got the dumps, then he lost a couple pounds. Now everybody's scared to play him. Whatever. Uh, D-Gen, Michael Jordan flu game. Is that me? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. By the way, I need to get another drink. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Editor, we're about to do that drawing here in a minute. Uh, is there somewhere to bet any live golfers to win? I, dude, I can't bet my state because we're backwards as hell. That's why we're the minimum homa. So I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I know Adam Svensson is a newbie, but looking at his recent stats, what are your thoughts about using him as a, chick, a cheap 6K play? The fact that he's a newbie does not concern me. Okay, I'm playing Tom Kim, and he's a newbie. I don't, I don't give a shit. I, I'm not going to buy all these lazy narratives that are out there. It's just what everybody does, and that's why everybody pays the rate, because they're all eating up the same stupid fucking narratives every week. Or uh, this whole week, I should say. So, I, I, yeah, take a, take a flyer on him, man. Uh Let's see. Minwoo season. You know, Ryan, I, I thought he was going to be more popular than he is. He's actually only about 12%. So I've kind of warmed up to the idea of playing him. I've, I, I've, I've, I've warmed up to it. When I thought, uh, by the way, Brandon, same thing. When I thought he was, I thought he was going to be like 18%. There was no way I was playing him. But at 12, I think I could get on board. I think I can get on board there. Uh, Kevin, DK profit never. Well, you need to, you need to come over here more, brother. 
Uh, what's the most overlooked range? That low 8K, I'm telling you. Upper 7K, lower 8K. Outside of Sungjae, it's like nobody's playing anybody there. Degen is my therapist. Well, I, I worry for you, sir. I worry for you. All right, where's the ranch water? Dude, I got to watch the carbs. I already told you this. Jesus. Uh, let's see. Spieth Chalky. Hollywood, I thought he was going to be 25%. I really did. And when I, I started doing my, my modeling today for uh, uh, ownership, I, I, I just couldn't get him above 18. I couldn't do it based on the parameters. And so I, I think he's going to be reasonable. He ain't going to be low-owned, but he's not going to be out of line. I think he's going to be 17 18%, something like that. Uh, good call on recording talk time to preserve your voice. Thank you, sir. Uh, good course history aside, do you think Homa can play here? He just seems like a future Masters winner. I think I've already answered that by sacrificing my voice for the crowd. All in on Jordan Spieth. Am I crazy? Nope. I look. I I wanted to fade. Well, I thought Spieth was going to be chalky this week, right? So I said I'm going to fade Jordan Spieth. Um, but you know what? I made myself a rule a long time ago. You don't fade Jordan Spieth at the Masters. You don't do it. Matter of fact, there used to be this meme that somebody used to always put out on Twitter. I will not. It was it was a uh, uh, Bart Simpson writing on the board. I will not fade Jordan Spieth at the Masters. And it's so spot on. It is so spot on. Just don't do it. I won't do it. I'll never do it. I'll die. I'll lose money every year till he's 170. Betting on him. What do you think the winning score will be? Minus nine. Minus nine would be my guess. Is Scotty Scheffler going to win? Of course. This is just like last year, right? This reminds me of that Brooks shit a couple uh, back in 18 and 19. I was like, he can't win again. He can't win. And then he wins. So, like, let's just accept Scotty's going to win every tournament. We're, we're, this is like Brooks Kepka, but, like, a little less douchey. That's what this is. This is the second Brooks Kepka run. What's DJ's rank in the model? Uh, well, you got to remember, it's pulling a lot of old stats, but he's 13th in the model. 13th in the model. Uh, holy F counter. Yeah, somebody's getting uh, – uh, my dude's going to – I hope I hope he doesn't send me the invite. I'll just take the win by by forfeit. All right, editor, go ahead. Uh, I got 752. Go ahead and toss that last $100 drawing name out there for me. If Rory wins the Masters, will he lose his title of the biggest guest loser? Oh, definitely. Rory will stop being a loser as soon as he stops being a loser. You get it? Yeah. All right. Uh, who's your Canadian for round one? Uh, Mackenzie Hughes. Mackenzie Hughes. He'll he'll be he'll he'll like be round one leader or some shit like that. Why did I not play him? Calling him bad weather, not great, right? Okay, so that's a little misleading. I think that's more when it's like gusty and stuff. I actually like Colin Morikawa at softer condition courses. I know he's a delicate little bitch flower. I'm the one that came up with that term, but uh, I actually the fact that it's going to be a little bit rainy kind of makes me like him a little bit. Kind of makes me like him a little bit. Uh, let's see. DJ super tight and on point. Great Thursday. And uh, let's let loose. Live rolling in the money this weekend. I like it, brother. I like it. Uh, I need to play for that F counter for DFS when I take down the degenerate. Dream on, as, as Aerosmith would say. Dream on. All right, did you do it? Did the editor do the drawing here? Let me just scroll down here and get caught up. Uh, Neil McEwen. Uh, staff part. Wait. Wait, what does that mean? Staff partnership. Yeah. Wait, is that? That's not. Hold on. That might be one of. Is that the right one? I don't know. Editor, you might want to make sure. I don't know what the hell that staff thing means. Make sure that's not like somebody on our staff that I didn't know we had. You think I would know. How do you feel about Russell Henley? I was warm to him until I saw he was getting like 7 or 8%. Now I don't know about him. When is RBC Heritage Contest coming out tonight? Uh, when is the RBC? Oh, content coming out tonight. Yeah, you're trying to trigger me, and it's working, sir. Uh, how far are you willing to dip into the 6K range? I, I, I will play guys at like 6,500 or lower. Uh, not a lot of them, but I want to I wanna sprinkle around a little bit. I just I just like what it allows me to do at the top of my lineup and play three or four really big pivots up there. Uh, you on Gooch this week, I, I, I'm warm to him, but uh, 7% when there's guys right next to him that I like the same amount at 1%, I think I'm just going to play the game there. Uh, who will be wearing the worst outfit this year uh, since Ian Bolter's out there? Probably Brooks. Fucking, I remember Nike used to make him wear some ugly-ass shit. Tiger, no. Phil, no. That's my answer. 
Jared, what's the uh, what is the max number of players we should have in our player pool this week? Uh, well, if you're playing 150 lineups, I would say 24 to 26. Okay, it just depends on how many you're playing. Thoughts? Uh, Joanne wants to know about Maronk. Uh, yeah, I think he's fine. I think he, I think this course is actually a pretty decent uh, fit for him. Pivot City on DJ, not opposed to it. I got pivots I like more, but he is not coming in as chalky as I thought he would be. So I think he does qualify as a pivot. How many people will make the live line? Will make your all live lineups? Oh, there'll be a handful, and you know they'll be idiots. They'll be idiots, but you know those, those people are definitely paying the rate. No, they're not. They're just losing. Uh, what do you think of Tiger Woods ceiling this week? Don't like it. Don't like it. Thoughts on Bubba? Yes. I, there it is. I, I just if he if he lines up for what I want to see with the weather, I will play Bubba. I just you got to remember he has a special place in my heart, Cody. <laughs> he, won my, he won my first GPP. Uh, let's see. Moving on, definitely playing Rory, right? You know it. You know I'm playing him. I'm play, I'll tell you right now, I'm playing Rory McIlroy. I'm not telling. I'm not telling you I'm going to play him 50, but I am going to play him. Uh, Sandy Lyle Donkey Chalk. Uh, he is for me. I will. I, I I will play him though. That is the Donkey Chalk. How was all Sandy Lyle. I have a thing for suspenders. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Look at that out counter. Guess the big guy. What am I at? hundred and something? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm, re- I'm not a poor. Uh, moving on. Are uh, we playing Max? Don't trip. Did you not Did you not watch this though? Top three who play long, hard courses best after Max. Uh, uh, Victor Hovland uh, would be one. And uh, 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 Will Zalatoris would be one. There you go. Who's playing Sergeant? Apparently you. Apparently you. All right. Come on. Come on, chat. You're holding, up. You're holding me up here. Let's see. Moving on. Hey, there's Zach winning. Jared won. All right. Uh, what is the lowest price player you think could actually win? That could actually win? I mean, I guess Danny Willett could actually win. What is he, 6,600? But if I had to say like a real chance to win, I'd probably say like Siwoo Kim, Patrick Reed, that range, 70, 7,300, probably about as low as I could think could possibly win. Uh, you know, like, you know, unless we played this a million times or some nonsense like that. Uh, is my 30 guys for 150 uh, lineups too big? I would I would try to get it down to like 26 because you got to remember there's only like 70 legitimate golfers. And if you're playing 30, you have like 42% of all the people that are like legitimate players. So I don't love that. What Augusta help poor putters? It'll definitely take these greens that are usually lightning fast and will slow them down. So I did factor that in. Any thoughts on Rainmakers? Just too busy to try something new, Mr. Pantrini. Low amateur, that sergeant guy, man. Any uh, edge round one showdown, Josh? I actually just went and reserved uh, like 30 lineups before this because it looked like round one was filling quick. I do think there is an edge tomorrow, and I'm going to play some round one showdown. But it's mainly just going to be all the guys I'm fading at week long in case they go off. I can win some money tomorrow to take to make up for all the money they're taking from me in week long. Uh, view on Morikawa this week. I'm warm to him. I you know I know he's a delicate little bitch, but I don't care. I'll play if no if he's going to be low owned. I, I'm telling you, I'm playing the game this week, man. I'm tired of paying the rake at the Masters. Harris English is a pivot. I mean, I, I didn't wear my rope hat tonight, but I'm always in favor of rope hats. Joaquin, top leave, live golfer. I actually really like that, but I think Neiman is crazy that he's getting forgotten about here. Uh, let's see. Looking for crappy weather plays. Holman, Spieth, good in the rain. Uh, any other names stand out? Hovland. Hovland's a guy that that's, I've seen play good in bad weather. A lot of those European guys also would be guys I would consider uh, Drathicus. Uh, DGen Hoop, Tambo, collab for the people. I mean, <laughs> reach out to him. I would do it. I like both those guys. Uh, let's see, Billy Horschel, man, I just can't, him and Brian Harmon, I tried so hard, Michael, to get myself talked into, because nobody wants to play him, and I just couldn't, Josh, Abe answer, yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope he falls in the weather wave, but, uh, you know, the, the preferred weather, uh, uh, window that I want him in, but, man, I really like him, and the, I think he's gonna be 3% owned, for real, 3% owned, what are your thoughts on Spieth, uh, 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 uh this week, look, I mean, it, speed of the masters here's the answer until eternity i love him there you go that's the answer forever magic bean speed another easter this year probably Pro- is easter this sunday what are we do- guy in the back you didn't remind me about easter what are we doing 
Uh, let's see. Love this content. Bronk, I love you, mother father. Uh, first, uh, top three first round showdown, uh, Mackenzie Hughes and uh, Patrick Reed and then Mooley. There you go. Uh, you throwing down Nakora? You want to go, dude? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Adrian, Adrian Moronk love? Already answered it. Don't mind it. Biggest cheater, sing or read? Uh, read. Reads out. I mean, you got to remember, I've only been watching golf for like eight years now, seven, eight years, and he's definitely been the biggest cheater. Uh, are we singing Oklahoma State alma mater tonight? No, no, can't do it. I, I don't even know the damn song, and I went there for like 27 years. Uh, all right, playing 150 for the first time this week. How many players should be in my core? Uh, in your core, I would be four to six that I would play probably 40% or more. That's where I would be. Ryan Fox, you know, Jeffrey, I'm trying to get in on Ryan Fox. I've kind of been trying to give him the double look tonight, and I'm not quite there yet, but I'm warm to it, brother. Would you have two 10K players in a single entry? I mean, that's a lot of punch you got to play, brother. That's a lot of punts. Will says, I'm stuck in Ontario, Canada with no DFS. What do I do? Good luck to the Masters. Um, I can't tell you this, but I'll DM you later, buddy. I got an idea. Um, I, ignore that, DraftKings. I didn't say anything. Any love for Kokrak? I'm out. I just can't get on him. There's a lot of guys like that, Jeffrey, in that range I'm looking at and I want to be uh, uh, committed to, and I just can't do it. I already told you, Billy Ho, Brian Harmon, uh, Kokrak. There's just some guys I'm like, no thanks, bro. No thanks. All right, uh, Google Svensson's girlfriend. He's a lock. I, 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 I've heard that a lot of talk. Is she hot or something? I don't know. Donkey Chalk is like knowing the rules so you can break them. That's exactly right. You got to know. The, it's like scream. You got to know the rules so you can break them. Uh, Scheffler, put on the green jacket again. 100. Uh, the conditions make you more interested in Euros? Yes, it does. Ben, it actually does. I, I think that is a narrative that I will buy and not a narrative I've heard enough this week because, you know, it's all about you've got to have guys who have good history. Kurt Kitayama, a sleeper. Uh, yes. I mean, I don't know. He's going to be like six or 7%, but I think that if the conditions are going to be tough, that ball striking a little SOB can get it done, brother. Kitayama first round leader. Don't hate it. Well, Victor's around the green games killing. Well, Rich, let me just go ahead and give you a narrative that maybe if the greens are soft, Victor's sticking most of his shots and he doesn't have to chip as much. Furthermore, I heard a stat. I can't remember who said it this week. Uh, it had to been Mayo. And it was like, he's like 85. He's like, he's like one of the best players in majors at around the green, even though he's horrific in non-majors. So take from that what you will. I, I found that really interesting. Uh, let's see. 8,500. Do we need to get Victor, uh, Victor Hovland to win or just top 10? No, just a top 10. 8,500. He doesn't have to win to get you there. Best late showdown, please. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at the thing, brother. Uh, I'll have it on. I'll do. I'm about to go do my showdown video for the website right after this. So there you go. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. He's on. He's on the school internet, Neil. Hey, I used to watch DraftKings shit from my uh, work computer too when I was a teacher. My man, there you go. Let's do it. All right, you're in. You win. You win. Uh, all right. Uh, same tier, Minwoo or Matsuyama. Oh, all things being equal, always take Decky. Always take Decky. That's not even a question. Kokrak, I'm out. I'm out like a fat kid in dodgeball. Masters first timers that can smash. It's easy. It's Tom Kim. Tom Kim. And the fact that nobody is on it, whatever. I'll play him. Uh, are they going to show the Igba symbol at the Morikawa Willie Z and Fitzpatrick group? Is that like an injury group or something? I don't get that joke, but it sounds funny. I do appreciate you trying to be funny. Too much donkey chalk playing for both uh, Scheffler and Rory. No, you're just going to have to play kind of like three weird punts with them. And I don't know if that's a great build at the Masters where so many guys are at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, KH Lee, a sneaky play? For sure. For sure. What about Xander? I mean, what about him? He's a great play. He kills He kills majors, uh, but he's going to be a little high-owned. So I would really, you know, I, I, I'm going to break the tie at this. I got to get us a few guys up top. So hopefully he's in, you know, one of the quote-unquote bad weather waves. If one even comes to fruition. 
What are your thoughts on Hatton? I was thinking he was going to be my sneaky play this week at 6%, but I got him at like 12. And the way he's kind of been playing like garbage, and he doesn't like this course. So 12% Hatton, I can get off of that. I'll just go play guys like legit. I'll just go play Fitzpatrick at half that ownership. Uh, do you think Keith Mitchell and that uh, dumb visor? Uh, I, I do like Keith Mitchell, but that dumb visor is pretty dumb. It is pretty, pretty dumb. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 uh. How do you have to be... Um, uh, how do you have to do it to be a member subscriber to win one of these contests? Uh, well, you go over to my website cause we do these contests all the time. You can play in them and we, you know, we do stuff over there, but, uh, for, for those ones that we did the drawing, you can uh, leave comments on YouTube videos. We'll do it again for the PGA championship or like, and retweet over on Twitter. We're only doing it for the majors. Um, and that's it. Or just be here in the chat and talk in the chat. And he was drawing those names from people who talked in the chat. That was it. That was it. Cause we're not poor around here. Uh, if you're playing eight lineups, what size would your player pool be? Uh, probably about uh, 13. I would probably put like four or five guys I would have in like six of those eight lineups, though. I would really smash a couple of those guys. Uh, can't spell cancer without answer. Oh, stop it. Justin Rose talk. Sneaky good play. I like him. I wish you were more like 8% as opposed to 12, but I don't mind him. Don't mind him at all, brother. Uh uh, max amount of seller you leave on the table. I mean, the, the, you, if you want to play those three guys up top, pricing actually does get kind of tight pretty quick. So I doubt I'll ever leave more than 500 on the table this week. That would be my answer. Uh, Tigala thoughts? I mean, I don't know, man. I love Tigala. I'm a Tigala slut, but I just, I'm just not feeling him this week. Don't you just ever have those weeks where you love a guy and you're like, I just can't do it this week, baby. I just can't do it. And that's how I feel with Tigala. Minwoo Lee over Kepka all day. Any love for Lowry and Power this week? Respect, yeah. I mean, no one wants to play him, uh, especially Lowry. I'm in. And Seamus Power, I feel like, is a really good price and is not getting talked up enough. All right, guys, it is 8.05. We've done our $100 giveaways. Thank all of you for hanging around. Thank you for being here. Don't forget to go check out The Solver. Don't forget to come check out my website. And I'm about to go do way more content over there if you need more of this and you want to know about Round 1 Showdown. Still time to get over there. It'll be up all night. Thank you guys for being here. I will see you again Friday night for Round 3 Showdown. It'll be a blast because there's going to be some bad badass contest. DraftKings will not let me down this time. It has been real. Sorry that I lost my voice. I do it for the people. I took one for the team. And now I just want to tell you, enjoy this outro, you mother father. <laughs>